Okay, hello, welcome to the Coach's Corner. My name is Morgan. And my name is Lindsay. And this is a podcast where we meet up to discuss all things coaching, including our experiences, mistakes we've made, and we've made a lot of them, and all the pro tips we are learning along the way. We hope you find inspiration, comfort, clarity, and a few laughs by joining us weekly on this journey. So welcome, thank you for being here, and let's jump into it. So we're ready. Making podcast episode number seven. Yep. Perfect. Hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Welcome back to the Coach's Corner with Lindsay and Morgan. We're here today and we are going to talk about the top three beliefs that hold you back and keep you stuck from pursuing the life business and um service in the world that you want um so yeah we're super excited about this episode we came up with it yesterday and we are super excited to share the top three limiting beliefs that i've already said that (laughs) guess what anybody or everybody anybody can make a podcast and it's fine it's so it's great it's great um okay yes so top three limiting beliefs um and or excuses um to prevent you from starting your online business or your business whatever you're doing um employing yourself so the top three that Lindsay and i came up with and we'll dive into all three of them and we'll probably add three or four more (laughs) at the end but um we commonly hear, you know, if, if we ask somebody where they're at in starting a business or like what's preventing them from doing it, like number one is I don't know how, number two is I don't have the time, and number three is I don't have the money. Yep. So let's go into number one. Lindsay, if somebody came to you and they were like, I want to start a business, but I don't know how, so I can't do it, what do you say? Mm, so they want they know that they want to start a business, but they don't know how. Well, I think that you have to take the like uh, spotlight off of yourself. And if you're saying, I don't know how to do this, maybe you don't, but you have to think like, what does the person that you're going to help, like, what do they need from you? And then go from there. So you're kind of going to work backwards. And so like, say, for example, um, you know, okay. So like personally I help, um, busy women start their coaching businesses. Well, oh my gosh, I don't know how to start a business, but what do they need for me? They need to know how to start a business. They need to know how to reach their client. So therefore I have to just reach my client first. Like I've just got to, um, take that first step and say, okay, how can I reach my client? And because ultimately like a business is whenever you're providing a service for someone and they're paying you for it. Right you're providing something and then you're getting like a, um, a currency in exchange and you just have to figure out a starting point. So like you don't even need fancy websites. You don't need fancy, um, gadgets and, and apps and, um, you know, all of that techie stuff. Like you don't have to have any, any type of like techie bone in your body. You just have to know what your client needs from you and then go from there. So like I would straight up ask them, like go find your ideal client somewhere and say, Hey, 
what do you need from me? So like, don't worry about the, the, I don't know how, I don't know how to set up a website. I don't know how to make a Instagram. I don't know how to do all those things. Like just like we talked about last week in our um, community and our um, podcast on community and like finding those groups and those networks, you know, utilize your resources, utilize your networks, whether that's like in person or in like Facebook groups and just ask them like, what do you need from me? And just start from there. And then it's like a trickle effect. It's, you know, like you're going to hear from them what they need and then you're going to do a little bit and then chip away at it. And then you're slowly going to figure it out as you go. Like just, um, give yourself permission to not have it all figured out in the beginning and know that actually no one knows what they're doing in the beginning. Like every single expert has been an amateur at some point or another and give your permission to be that and give yourself permission to be that and um, use it to its advantage too. You know, like people love it whenever you're vulnerable and just like we are in this podcast, like we mess up, we screw up, we um, trip over our words, we forget what we're talking about. And we own that though. Like, it's part of, you know, like the essence of who we are. We are amateurs and we are figuring it out as we go, you know, but had we like, just think about it. Like if we had never even, if we had been stuck on the idea that we don't know how to do a podcast, we would not be making this podcast right now because technically we still don't know how to make it perfect, you know, but we are asking the our listeners what they want to hear more of. We're showing up. We're figuring it out as we go. We're learning how to hand off. We're learning how to do intros and outros and delegate and all those things. Um, so just give your permission. Give yourself permission. See, <laughs> give yourself permission to not have it all figured out and just start um, at the very very first step and stone, and then you'll go from there. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's just like nobody was born like knowing how to make a business. Even if you, I mean, this is my assumption, but I mean, even if you go to school for business and have a business degree, like there's still so much more that you learn from doing and building and actually being in it than you do just like sitting back and, you know, learning in like a traditional, um, like college course, uh, setting. Um, So like you, the only way that you're going to learn how to do it is by actually doing it. Like you have to take action and make mistakes so that you can identify whether your action like led to the result that you wanted it to or not. And if it didn't, what do you need to change in order to get the result that you want? Um, and like the other thing is, is that, um, there's so many people who are willing to help, you know, obviously like Lindsay and I, we both offer different versions of helping people get into starting a business. Um, and we're happy to work with you. Um, but there are tons of people out there and you have to find somebody that you resonate with to, and just ask for help, ask them to help you get to where you want to go. And like with the podcast, that's messing up all the time. Um, my wonderful, amazing sister, Katie is our podcast producer. And this podcast would not be possible if she was not involved in helping us. Yes, um, absolutely. There's no way we could not do this without her. Um, ask for help. Yeah. Like on that point, like find someone that does know what they're doing, like whether that be a mentor an accountability buddy, a coach, 
or your sister, like find someone else that has the time, energy, and the knowledge to help you and ask for their help, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to be, and it's going to be way more fun that way, like having somebody to talk to about everything. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. So I think personally saying like, I don't know how to start a business, so I won't is weak sauce. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, if you don't know how to start a business and that's why you won't start one, I think that just means that you don't really want to start one, you know, which is fine. Like starting a business is not for everybody, but, um, just be honest with yourself. You know, if you really do want to get into it, saying that you don't know how, it's like the weakest excuse you could possibly have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just start by Googling stuff. Mm -hmm. Just look stuff up online. How do I start a business? And go from there. And then just go from there. Absolutely. And I do think like if you're like on that point, like Google is beautiful and like looking up information is so great. I'm so thankful for technology and like the World Wide Web. But that action piece that you mentioned about just taking action and learning it as you go and figuring it out, like don't get caught in just consuming, consuming, consuming how to start a business. Like you actually have to take action. Don't put it off. Oh, well I'll start three months from now. Like just get what you need to know for now and put one foot in front of the other and take action. Mm -hmm. Day by day. That's all you can do. And yeah, like you said, if you keep putting it off in the future, it's not going to happen, yep. which then you just have to go back and evaluate. Do I actually want to do this? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe this is not for me. Maybe a life of freedom, financial, um, you know, stability, abundance. Ab abundance. Yeah. Not for me. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Kidding>. <laughs> oh man. A life of emotional roller coasters. That is entrepreneurship. Yeah, it really is. That is so true. Oof, oh. Up and down. Yeah. Um, so second, myth or excuse on um, why you cannot start your own business or your own coaching practice or your own healthcare um, practice. Um, I don't have the time. And this excuse, let's break it down. I don't have the time. Like, does anyone really have time? <laughs> like, what is time? I mean, <laughs> super like metaphysical here. Like what is time, you know? Um, and I, I, I want to be like sensitive because I know where I was, you know, just, you know, less than a year ago, like time was difficult to find quote unquote. Like it was like, I had to um, get creative. You ha I had to get very, very resourceful. But like, so, you know, if you're working a full-time job and I know that like both, you know, myself and Morgan, like we both came from working full-time jobs and, you know, had this crazy idea to start a business online. And we were both at a point to where all we could do was dream about this business. And all we could do was like, think about it while we're working and like wishing that we were there. So, I mean, it's already like taking so much of your brain space. So then you just have to get creative with the time that you can actually utilize to work on the business, you know? So for me, I had like, I was teaching full time and I had like an hour and a half in the afternoon while my kids were still at daycare. So 
I mean, at that point, I sacrificed staying at school an extra hour and a half, and I left, and I usually went to Starbucks, or I came home during that time, and I took client calls, or I worked on my program during that time, and maybe it was only like eight or nine hours a week, but it was better than nothing, you know? Um, no, like, I don't care who you are. You can find an extra hour a day, whether it's like waking up early or, you know, um, staying up an hour later or working through lunch, like you can find an extra like eight to 10 hours a week. So that would be my advice. You just got to get resourceful, get creative. Yeah, I think so. And like the other thing that goes along with this too, because I feel like when I was starting my business, I, and still, um, because I'm just like really impatient, <laughs> like usually, um, I was like, okay, I'm starting a business. Like I have to do this as quickly as I possibly can. And so I think that that's what scares a lot of people. And they're like, well, I just, I don't have time to do that. Um, you can take as much time as you want. You know, like as long as you are consistently working towards this goal of opening your business um, and launching it and getting clients and everything, take, take like as much time as you need. You could work on it an hour a week if that's all that you have. Um, you know, we just don't want you to put off doing anything for months. Yeah. You know, like if you only have even an hour a week, but you can probably find more than that. Um, you know, commit to that, you know, spend your first hour. If you were to start tomorrow, spend your first hour figuring out what you even want to do, you know, and what is it going to take to learn how to do it? Um, but yeah, it can, it can take as long as you want. It can take as little as you want. Like my practice was up and running in a month. Um, you know, so like if you want to go for it, <laughs> like some of us do, then you can do that. Um, but I do have like people, um, two physical therapists that I have been working with, they have like six month goals where like they want to hit certain like mini goals along the way. And by six months, if they've met their big goal, then like they're going to leave their jobs and continue with their business. And that's totally fine. Um, and I would say two, because you are going to see a ton of advertisements on Facebook, Instagram, wherever saying like, I made $100,000 in 28 days or something like that, which, you know, like, great, maybe people are actually doing that. But if you want to build a sustainable um, business, I would wrap your mind around like you're going to need six months to two years to really get it to where you want it to be. Um, you know, and like, it just depends on how much time you have on a regular basis to work on it, you know? So if you have completely no other commitments, mm -hmm. it'll probably be closer to the six month mark. Um, you know, for you to hit like phase one being up and running as a business, I would say, you know, where you're like consistently seeing clients, um, you know, or consistently making sales. But if you have a full-time job um, or you have like other commitments, other obligations and things like that, you're probably looking at closer to like a year, year and a half, maybe two years. And the reason that I bring that up is I just want to make sure that everybody getting into this has a reasonable understanding of you know, the amount of time that it takes and consistency and dedication and <laughs> those ads that say, you know, get $100,000 in a month. While it is possible, it is not likely 
for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then like, if, if I think about that and like, I'm whatever, let's see, October, September, August, July, June. So I'm like eight months in, you know, um, it helps me think that like, it's taken me eight months to move through the phases of being a treating physical therapy practice to teaching people how to build a physical therapy practice to moving into even more of a consulting role for people who already have a business. Like I've moved through all of those phases and I've found that what I'm doing right now in helping people start a business and then helping people like strategize around the business they already have. Like that's what I'm really interested in doing is being like a support uh, firm, a support agency for businesses. Um, in the healthcare field. So it took me eight months <laughs> to get to this place where like I finally found something I really enjoy doing. Most likely it will evolve again um, and that's okay. But like understanding that like six months to a year is kind of like where you get to see like what you really like to do and where you really catch your stride. It makes me feel a lot better, you know, and it makes me feel like I didn't fail because my business has evolved so much. Um, and so I just want other people to know that as well. Um, and the only way that I got here was by doing stuff and trying it <laughs> and making a bunch of mistakes on pretty much a daily basis. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Like once again, like that action piece, you know, constant action, constant reflection on it. So looking back, like over the eight months, what all have you accomplished? And like, you have done so much, you know, even if you're listening to this podcast and say you haven't been into it for eight months, but maybe you've started Googling how to get a business license or you're, you know, start thinking, you're starting to think about, oh, well, what type of, um, you know, coaching business would I have or, or what type of um, client would I serve? Like you're already like three steps ahead of where you were a month ago, you know? So definitely like celebrate the small wins along the way and, you know, reflect and um, just remind yourself that like, you're not going to have it all figured out overnight. Those cases, like you said, of making a hundred thousand dollars in even six months, like those are very rare. And I'm just going to be honest. Like I know that it's possible, but they're rare cases. And I think that whenever you're on social media, and you're, you know, listening to these success stories, like it's easy to tell yourself, oh, well, oh my gosh, like I'll make a hundred thousand dollars in six months. And then when you don't, and you realize that like, holy crap, it's really hard to be entrepreneur. Um, you know, you may feel down on yourself, but don't like, just know that your success story is different from everyone else's. And like, this is your life, you know? And remember that you're not, you didn't join the route of, of owning your own business to like be on a rat race again of like having a, a traditional job. You are building this business for freedom, you know, for time freedom, for financial freedom, for, you know, expansiveness and abundance and all of those, um, you know, like beautiful, beautiful aspects of having your own thing. Like you're not in a competition against anyone else. You have all the time in the world. Like it's your life, you know? So so have grace with yourself. Yes. <laughs> I like that. 
um, yeah. So, okay, basically we blasted through the first two. And then the third one that we have is, Lindsay, I would love to start a business, but I don't have the money. Yeah, I don't have the money. Mm. This is like probably the number one objection that any um, online business owner gets. I'll have to check my finances. I need to talk to my husband about the money. I just don't have the money right now. Um, I, you know, I have bills or whatever. Like that is the number one objection for sure. And as um, an aspiring business owner, like it's the number one limiting belief that can hold you back from starting your own business. Um, and ultimately like stops you from living the life that you know that you want and that you deserve also. Um, I think that it's important to, I mean, we could go into like a whole spiel here. We could talk about money mindset. We could talk about like the energy of money and all of that stuff. You know, um, there's a really good book. You are a badass at making money that I, I like that book that would, um, that goes into some good money mindset stuff. Um, but yeah, I think that like, it's important to, to know that whenever you're starting a business and whenever you invest in yourself, like you're investing in your business. So think about it. If you were going to go open up like a restaurant or you're going, you're going to go open up like a, um, a brick and mortar store or a brick and mortar business, like you're going to have rent. You're going to have um, probably like some contracting fees to pay for, you know, construction or repairs. You're going to have electrical, uh, electrical bills. Like you're going to have like all these overhead and startup costs um, no matter what you do. So, you know, like, yeah, it, is, it can be a little pricey to invest in a business coach or in a mentor or in a course that teaches you step-by-step -step how to start your business or even to get like your business license and those things. Um, but just think of them and not just think of them, but like know deep down in your core that they are an investment in your future. Like they are literally like putting the bricks on the walls of building your, um, your business, you know, like you're building the foundation of your business. So, um, I guess, what would you say? Okay. So we, we know that like, it's an investment in our business, but Morgan, like, what if I really don't have the money? Like, what if I have like $3 in my bank account? What would you say? What would you say to me? Um, so like you, you like want to work with me or buy my course or whatever, but you have $3 in your bank account. Yeah. Um, well, and I know that I want to have my own business. Like I know that it's, it's going to change my life, but I just yeah. don't have the money yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, like that can be, it can be a really tough one. Um, and I think that there are a bunch of different ways to go about it. Um, I mean, like one thing Lindsay said earlier was like learning how to be resourceful. Um, so there are like always ways where you can find the money. Um, you know, whether it is, I take a $3 deposit from you or maybe a $2 deposit today, <laughs> um, you know, and that helps you like get skin in the game essentially. And it's like, okay, I have $1 left. <laughs> like what, where am I going to find money? Um, because you really want to do it. So, you know, 
I don't think I would recommend opening credit cards and credit cards and credit cards all over the place. It is a way that you can find money is by opening the credit card. You can also ask to borrow money, you know, from like family or friends. Um, there's a bunch of different ways to go into it and they all have their pros and cons. Um, and like, just, it, it really, it depends on the situation. I think one thing um, that can hold people back sometimes is, you know, like if you are on a consult, like with a coach or just like somebody who's going to work one-on-one -on -one with you and like, you know, you need the service and like, you really want to do this, you really want to start your business, whatever. And then the, the coach is like, okay, well, it's going to be, you know, $2,000 for my program. Um, like, how would you like to pay? And you don't have to say like, no, right away. Most of the time, and like myself included, if the other person I'm talking to is like, oh, well, I don't think I can afford $2,000. Um, it is like up for discussion, you know, like feel free to ask and say like, hey, I can't pay you $2,000 right now, but do you have a payment plan? Is it possible that we figure something out that way? Um, so that I am able to pay for this course or this program or whatever. I don't know any coaches who would be like, no, I'm not going to accept your money. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that most programs out there and most coaches now are just offering payment plans. Like I know I do, you do, you know, and honestly, like, I think you're right that most coaches are very, especially if they're on a one-on-one -on -one sales call slash clarity call slash strategy call with you, like they understand the struggle mm -hmm. and, um, they've been there at one point or another. So yeah. if you don't have a payment, if they don't have a payment plan that works for you, just ask for it. Yeah. Like ask them, like they're going to be way more understanding than going to like, um, your college, like say going to the state college up the road and say, Hey, like I can't pay your tuition. Can you just take a down payment and maybe, you know, just let me pay you later. Like they're probably not going to go for that. But like the, you know, the, one of the coolest parts about being like an individual behind your brand or behind your business is that we do have the power to, and we, and we have that, you know, um, autonomy to say like, yeah, we can swing that. Yeah. We could change our payment structure. Like, sure. We can work something out, you know? And if you're in a situation where you ask to have um, a different payment plan or a different structure and that coach says no, that could be a sign if your offer was reasonable, that maybe they are not the right coach for you too. Yeah. You know, maybe it's not the right program for you. So, um, definitely keep that in mind. But once again, like that word resourceful, just be resourceful, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like you can always, like, if I have like my program right now, like if I had a pay up front, like one-time cost, and then I have a three month payment program. And then you were like, oh man, I don't even know if I can afford like the, the three month payment option. Do you have a six month payment option? Like ask, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't think anybody would say no unless like you know like you were saying it's not the right coach for you you know like I don't who wouldn't take somebody's money <laughs> like you know um when it comes to business and like especially if your connection is there and like you're like vibing and like it's a good fit and everything I would 100% figure out a way to make it work for somebody within reason I'm probably not gonna spread out like 
$1,800 like over three years, but yeah. <laughs> like, you know, as long as it's reasonable, it's fine. Um, another like uh, quick tip that I have for like courses that I have been interested in taking, um, but are presented uh, the way that like I'm doing my course right now. And like, here's a like quick, like little Easter egg for you guys if you hear this while I'm launching my course. But um, if, if a course is only offered a few times a year, sometimes what the course maker will do is once they've already had like the first round, they still have all of that content. And if you are really interested in their course, but you like can't wait like three or six months until they run it again, or you cannot afford the course plus the one-on-one -on -one coaching, ask if they have a self-paced option for their course. And most likely that will be, you know, cheaper just because there's no like involvement from the coach, um, you know, and the content is already made. And then you can still have access to the information. Um, and if it feels like you like need more help, you can always ask to book a session with the person who's running the program. If you feel like you need that, that assistance. Um, you know, some people will say yes, some people will say no, but it's definitely, it's worth asking about. Um, like just, just always like think about resourcefulness and like make offers and ask, yeah. you know, yeah. like basically everything's negotiable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think like whenever we're talking about these coaches and these course creators that have like flexibility in their payment options. Like if I were to go to one of my favorite, um, mentors is like Marie Forleo. And let's be honest, like she's like a gazillionaire. So if I wanted to take her course and I said, Marie, like I, if I well, first of all, I'd have to like email her support team. You know, I would never talk to her in person one-on-one -on -one, at least. Um, so like, let's be honest, she's probably not going to be as willing to change her prices or to um, be flexible with her payment plans. So this is the really cool part about the interwebs is that you have access to other coaches that are like only one, two, three steps ahead of you. So you could utilize like those coaches, you know, that are not as well-known and gazillionaires like Marie Forleo. You can utilize the coaches that are just a few steps ahead of you. Like a, they're going to be more willing to work with you on your schedule and your payment needs. And they're going to be so much more like understanding of where you're at. Like they're going to remember like, oh, I remember being there, you know, a year ago or six months ago, even like, huh, this is what I needed then, you know? So, um, which I guess like on that note, it kind of leads into another like myth or limiting belief that who am I to be a coach? Like, who am I to own my own business? Who am I to, um, be an independent practitioner? Like, who am I to teach someone something? Well, it's just, you know, kind of goes back to that point. Like, just remember that you only have to be a few, a few steps ahead of the next person that's wanting to learn from you, you know, because I, I remember like investing into my first, um, my first coaching program, like my first start your own business program, like the coach that I invested in was not a gazillionaire. Like she was what, two years into the business, I think. Um, and because of that, I felt like she was so down to earth, like she was so understanding, you know, and ultimately like, look where we are now, you know, we've grown from that because she was flexible in payments and, um, 
you know, like we felt like we could trust her because she was so um, relatable. So don't think that just because you don't have 10 years of experience or you don't have a million followers or, you know, you have basically zero experience that you don't have the authority to start your own business because you do. Like you just have to be one or two steps ahead of the next person. Yeah. Like, have you made mistakes? Have you learned something from them? Great. Teach somebody how to not make those mistakes. Um, You know, just figure something out. Like anything that you can talk about, you can, you can build a business around. Yeah, totally. And we're like in this really cool, like this age of like knowledge right now, you know, um, all of us are like wanting to learn how to do something. We're wanting to do things for our own and like obtain all this knowledge and this, um, these skills and stuff. So there is, there's an entire industry out there that needs your service. Like whether you are a master at playing like solitaire or (laughs) you are, you know, um, a podiatrist or whatever, like you have services that are needed somewhere or somehow, and they can be taken to the internet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, what is the best book you've ever read on self-development? And, or, and, or what business and, or business Hmm. looking at my bookshelf now. You know, I think you know my answer. It's going to go back to Marie Forleo, Everything is Figure Outable. That book um, was really, it had so much like action in it. It was just um, very action oriented to where it made you do things, which made you put one foot in front of the other. Like it made you take messy action. Um, and it ultimately like, sparked the the you know the fire under my butt to start my own business and to figure out what my business would be um you know which just fun fact it started out as like a blog a terrible blog (laughs) and then um you know transformed from there so so if I had not read that book who knows what would have happened so um yeah Marie Forleo's everything is figure outable what about yours what's your favorite Hmm, let's see. I've gone through a bunch of books this year, I think. Um, I think, like, I'm kind of torn because I do really like the You Were a Badass series. Um, and I think I just go back and forth between, like, ones that are a lot more, like, mindset-y and, like, kind of, like, abstract. Um, sometimes I need that and it's almost like a breath of fresh air. But, like, I really gravitate towards things that are, like, very detail and action-oriented, like you're saying. Um, And, like, if I, like, go through a resource and it doesn't have, like, tasks to complete, I'm like, Mm -hmm. what is this? Like, where's the direction? Like, what am I supposed to do? Um, And so I think, like, two of the books that come to mind right now are um, The Toilet Paper Entrepreneur by Mike Michalowicz. I think that's a great book for people who are wanting to get started in entrepreneurship because um, he like kind of, he walks you through a lot of the 
steps of like owning a business and how to like plan for your goals. Um, and it's pretty like detailed. Um, and then the other book that blew, I like can't pick a favorite, but like one book that really blew my mind is called sell like crazy by I think Sabri Subi, Sabri Subi. Um, I think that's the right name. And Katie will leave, <laughs> Katie will leave links below to all these books. Yes, <laughs> um, but I read that book, Sell Like Crazy, and it was mind-blowing. Um, I mean, like, I learned so much in that book, and, like, he walks you through how to create a, an irresistible offer and sell it um, that I was just, like, and the book is, like, I don't know, maybe, like, $10, $10 on Amazon? Not even. It might be 5 but I was, like, these are topics that people charge like $5,000 to like teach people. And all of this is in this book. Um, and so like the, the reason that I asked about this is that, you know, um, some business coaches will say like, don't tell like potential clients, like what resources you have learned from, because mm -hmm. then the potential client will be like, Oh, well, I'll just go like read these resources and not, give you my money. Um, but I think that's horrible advice. Like yeah. I, I am always happy to share, you know, like where I got things. So I've, I've learned so much from books. Um, yeah. so like the reason that I asked is because, you know, if you, you know, don't know how, or don't feel like you have the money to invest in somebody to teach you right now, go like buy a book or, you know, <laughs> throw back, go borrow one from the library. You know, yes. or you can even borrow Kindle books from the library um, mm -hmm. and like look for um, business books and just like read, 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 read. You can even borrow audiobooks from your library too. Um, and you can learn so much that way. But I mean, all these books, I have like a recommended reading list too um, that you can just learn so much from. And they're going to give you so much confidence um, in what you're doing as well. So. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yes, that is awesome. Yeah. How have your horoscopes been? My horoscopes? Um, I got a really good one yesterday. It told me to um, say, what did it say? To be straight up or something like that. I was like, to be direct. Sometimes you need to be direct. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess so. And then today it told me, um, what did it say? I don't know. But now I'm just scrolling down. All right, everyone. Once again, if you've been listening, we always check our CoStar and it's a really cool app and they're not paying us affiliate links yet, but they should because we always refer it. <laughs> um, but mine hits on success in your work. It says you're excited to get shit done and people who allow you to dream can benefit you. You now have the ability to revisit unfinished projects. Don't apologize for your success or downplay your brilliance. And I actually like really resonate with that right now. Um, as you all have maybe picked up, like Morgan and I are both working on something really awesome right now. Like we're both working on putting out like our signature program, you know, helping other aspiring entrepreneurs, aspiring um, coaches or, you know, healthcare practitioners in Morgan's case, like start their online businesses. So I have been like all up in 
my creative zone of genius and like all up in this, um, you know, boss CEO entrepreneur mode and I'm loving it. So <laughs> yeah, that definitely resonates with me. How about you, Morgan? What, what does your horoscope look like? Um, well, I like, I, so I get some and I wish I could remember what they are and I wish I could like go, oh wait, I can go back in dates. Um, let's see. Yesterday was don't underestimate the necessity of small luxuries, which amen. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm down for small luxuries. Um, <laughs> oh, can I not go back another week? Okay. Cause the reason I wanted to go back is cause I feel like I got some good ones last week where I like look at them and I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you be inside my head? Um, yeah. but today's is Private property created crime. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? <sighs> oh, but the, yeah, that's the like main header one. And then there's like more detailed ones underneath. But the rest of it, the last paragraph of mine for today is the general theme of your life during this period is to get free by transforming your surroundings. You can rely on yourself and you do. Mm. I mean, I'm down for that. Yeah, I like that. So, oh wait, and then I click on it. Ooh, this opportunity might be one of your creation or one that falls into your lap. Pay attention to doorways that are newly open to you. Hmm. Thank you. I will. New doorways. Okay, that's exciting. I like how I just keep looking for like the right horoscope until it yeah. is what I want it to be. Like, yep, uh -huh, that's the one that, yep, that's it. All the stars have aligned. Yeah. Um, what about uh, weekly recommendations? What have you done this week? We have not done that in a while. Okay. Yeah. Weekly recommendations. So what's new for me? Oh, oh. Um, I just finished a series on Netflix, Little Fires Everywhere. Have you seen it? I started watching it. I'm like two episodes in. Well, there's only eight episodes, which what the hell? Why do you only put eight episodes <laughs> in a season? <laughs> um, so good. So, so good. I am at, It's on my to-order list from eBay to get the actual book um, because I love reading I found this like weird new obsession with reading the books after I've seen the series. So yeah, I want to, I'm um, definitely read the book now because I need a break from personal development slash financial books. It's time for a fiction book. Um, so yeah, definitely watch that. It was usually like Daniel and I watch shows together, but I just watched this one all on my own. I'm like, I don't even want to share this show with you. I just want to binge it and I don't want to have to worry about you catching up with me. Mm -hmm. So I finished it in like a week probably. Um, yeah. Highly, highly recommend. Very good. What about you? What's your recommendation for the week? My weekly recommendation. Hmm. Let's see. So if I go with TV shows, I just started watching one yesterday that my friend Sierra recommended that's on Netflix called uh, Don't Fuck With Cats. Okay. Have you seen that and or seen the advertisements for it? So nope. true crime, um, which is super interesting. And it's only, it's three episodes. It's a mini series, like a mini docu-series. Um, and it's 
real life and it's basically like there is this video that you know like disclaimer it's a little upsetting they don't like show like actual like am animal cruelty or anything but they like give you enough information where you can imagine what happens to the cats um which like really sucks but at the same time like it's a real thing that happened um but it is like a bunch of like these internet sleuths who like solve this mystery and find um this cat killer slash i think he ends up killing a person <gasps> i heard about this it's about this guy that like put a video on youtube or something right he was i don't even remember like what he was doing but he did something terrible yeah um yeah i need to watch that where did you say it was it's on netflix okay yeah. okay yeah I've heard of this. Yeah. So it's really interesting because it's just like really cool to follow an investigation and like all the people involved are like not in law enforcement, at least like, like as far as I've like watched up to, it's all just people online who are like really good at computers and like computer investigation and stuff. Um, so, but then it's also like horrible and I'm really surprised that I didn't like hear about it before. Mm -hmm. um you know like in the news or anything because i think like it you know, happens sometime like in the last decade so yeah. but yeah, yeah really interesting i like that my other recommendation that i have enjoyed is not pressuring myself to get up as early as possible in the morning if i don't feel like it i have been trying to sleep like when i i need to sleep and then i just take my day as I can. I love that. <laughs> Thanks. That's so important. Yeah. Do you, how do you feel after making that change? Well, um, for some reason, like in this past week, I have been like sleeping like a log. Like it is just so hard for me to wake up. I like almost feel like I've been drugged. I haven't. <laughs> But it's like, like, I'm like really like trying to come out of it when I wake up in the morning. And so I'm like, I like must have needed the sleep. Like mm -hmm. I must have been like really exhausted if my body just like can't even wake up. Um, because I am, I'm definitely like an early morning person. I have been for a really long time, but, um, it's felt good. And like, <sighs> I can, I can have like really long, like big push days. Like I did on Sunday where like I got up, I did my workout and I like worked all day, but then sometimes things happen like yesterday where I did a few things. I had a few meetings and then by like two 30 in the afternoon, I was shot. Like I was yeah. done. Yeah. Um, so it's just been good to like practice finding like a better balance between like rest and work. <laughs> Absolutely. Like Oh my gosh, when I, that's like an entire mini series on itself, like energy and balance and, you know, balancing your time with your energy. Like we could get a little woo woo here and like talk about balancing it with like your cycles if you're a woman or like the moon phases even, you know, but mostly um, just listening to your body and um, giving yourself what you need. Yeah. That's so good, Morgan. I'm so glad that you're, you know, that you're taking that time that like you're giving yourself that permission to sleep in and relax and take it easy and just, you know, go with the flow. That's good. Thanks. Yeah. Feels good. So, um, oh, Lindsay, did you say that you had 
a course coming out? Uh, yeah, Morgan, thanks for asking. <laughs> totally. So I do have a course coming out and y'all, um, this, if this is airing, let's see, this will probably air the week, probably next week, either way. Course enrollment will be from um, June the 22nd until July the 14th. So if you are, um, oh wait, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Course enrollment will be from June the 22nd until July the 7th. So yeah, if you're listening to this within that time, like definitely visit my Instagram. You can um, register for a free training on there. We're going to be talking about the four pillars of starting your heart-centered money-making coaching business, which I'm super excited about that. And um, from there, if you feel like it's a good fit for you, you can definitely hop into my mastermind. This is a 60-day mastermind where um, you're literally going to be building your business from ground up, figuring out what your heart-centered coaching niche is, um, figuring out who it is that you target, why you're targeting them, like why you're even building this business, what your goals are, and how to do that, and with what offers. So we'll definitely get into like building the business, um, the systems within your business, um, marketing, sales, all of that good stuff, so that within 60 days, you have an actual profitable scalable business um so i'm super excited about that yeah. uh, how, how about you morgan don't you didn't you say that you have a course coming up <laughs> yes i do um thank you so much for asking it's like it came out of nowhere Huh. <laughs> um, yeah, so I am, I'm really excited. I ran the beta version of my program um, in May with uh, three other clinicians. And in about six weeks, I got them all to start a business, you know, basically from scratch. And they all got clients, which is amazing. Um, like it's really, really exciting to see. Um, because like a big thing for me is just I like want to give healthcare providers another option. Like if you are in the traditional setting and you are just like losing your mind because you don't agree with like the establishment, you don't agree with like patient care, whatever, you need more time for yourself because you're just always stressed out and always working. Um, there needs to be another option. And that option is starting a business for yourself, starting your own practice. Um, because in most states in the United States, there is, um, you know, at least direct access for, that's what it's called for physical therapy. Um, but in some way, shape or form, you as a healthcare provider have skills that you can um, provide as a service-based business. Um, so like, I just <laughs> want the other healthcare providers out there to know that they're not alone, that there is another option and that they don't have to live this way for the rest of their life. Um, if they're miserable, like I was. So, um, it was really cool to see my friends go through my course and start their own businesses. They're well on their way, um, you know, to getting clients and like, this can be even something that you do like just on the side. Like I was saying earlier in the podcast, you know, you don't have to dedicate a hundred hours a week to doing this. It could just be a few hours a week. And then, you know, you have side money for groceries or rent or your student loans, mm -hmm. um, you know, and you can be the producer of your own income instead of having to depend on another entity to tell you your worth and give you a paycheck. Mm -hmm. um, 
So um, this is really exciting. I'm launching the second round. This is going to be, uh, at least as of right now, it's going to be a quarterly program. So I am accepting my summer cohort um, for the third quarter. And in 60 days, I am going to take 15 students through how to launch their own cash-based practice. So whether it's online, in-person, whatever, I can teach you how to start a profitable business. Um, and like the the time is now you know because um we have seen that even if you have a full-time position your job is not safe it can be eliminated out from under you at any time but if you create a job for yourself you're probably not going to fire yourself so um you will always have a job and a way to make income you know no matter what happens with your your full-time uh position. Um, and we've also just seen, you know, the different aspects of the healthcare system, at least in the United States, is not amazing. Um, and there are healthcare providers out there who are willing to provide services for patients, you know, one-to-one -one and provide a much higher quality experience. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm trying to do, is teach people how you can make your business so then we can start having better patient care. Um, Yes. But my my launch date is July 13th. That is the day that the course is starting. So I'm having enrollment the same dates as Lindsay on June 22nd through uh, July 7th. Um, I have information on my website now at morganese.com. Um, you can fill out an application there and then sign up for an interview with me. And we will see if this is the program that is right for you. Um, but yeah, I'll basically be posting about it everywhere. So <laughs> like, just look out for it. I love it. I'm so excited. I'm so like, this is, if you're listening, like this is the coolest part about having like um, a friend or like someone that can, that you can talk to about it, like that accountability buddy that, you know, uh, just that, that ear to listen to and that person to bounce ideas off of and to launch at the same time as you, because you have someone that is in it with you. They understand the struggle and, um, you know, you just develop like a friendship that is also like a mentorship along the way. So yeah, if you are interested in starting your own online or what you're offering in person, it's for anyone wanting to do in-person services too, right? Any type of business, correct? Yeah. So essentially like the traditional model is of healthcare is that you have to go to a clinic or a hospital or whatever to get services. But um, with a lot of different healthcare services and, you know, my background is in physical therapy, um, you know, physical therapists can provide those services online or in person, either going to the patient's house or having the patient coming to your place of residence. Um, like I have somebody who I work with in my garage gym. <laughs> um, so this time around, I am taking the focus off specifically of telehealth, but you can like see people however you want to see them. Um, and I can show you how to do that because that's what I do. Awesome. So you're teaching them how to start their own business, right? Their own like healthcare provider providing business, right? Mm -hmm. Perfect. So yeah, if you're in the healthcare field, definitely check out Morgan's program. If you are interested in becoming a coach of any sort, whether it's um, health coaching, relationship coaching, mindset, money coaching, social media coaching, like whatever type of consulting, like whatever type of um, knowledge expertise that you have to offer, 
If you have no idea what you want to offer, definitely check out the um, training that will be up for registration next week. If you want to skip that training and you want to jump straight into a call with me, definitely do that. I'm all about connecting. Um, if you didn't know before I was a business mentor, I was actually a relationship coach. So I definitely value those intimate, like one-on-one -on -one personal connections and relationships. You can book a call through my Instagram in the link in there. Um, it's calendly.com slash Lindsay Badillo, I believe. I don't have a fancy website to direct you to. My website actually sucks, but that's okay because I am proof that you don't need a fancy or even functional website to start an online business. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm so glad that you all joined today. Thanks for listening. I hope that you you know, got something from debunking these myths and these limiting beliefs and definitely leave us, leave us a review. Let us know what you want to hear more of. Let us know your biggest takeaways and we will see you next week on the coach's corner. Yay. Bye. Bye everyone.